When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Bob Flavin is motoring um, journalist and for Cars Auto. Good morning, Bob. Morning. Bob. Hope you don't have to give up your second car. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that a lot of people would be in favour of giving up the second car? Well, the vast majority of rural Ireland, anything outside of a city really needs two cars for the most part. It's just the way life has become. You know, you have the second car that drives the kids to school and maybe drives a second parent to work. Another parent has to leave early in the morning to go commute because we set up the country for everybody to commute to work. We no longer build the workplace near the houses. We build the workplace far away in industrial estates. Mm. So people have to commute to get there. And we haven't set up any good commuter connections. We don't have an alternative to to the personal vehicle other than the bicycle maybe in very limited situations but who wants a cycle in December in Ireland? I know this is it and like because even I had a discussion with my husband not that long ago about maybe giving up the second car but we work completely different shifts and the children are in school and childminder and you know there and different various activities in the evening and stuff like that so it's just not possible to to use the bus all the time because it doesn't get us from A to B a lot of the time Um, and like the second car is nearly a necessity for many, many families across Cork City and County and indeed across the country. And Cork is a huge county. It's one of the mm. biggest counties, if not the biggest county in Ireland, physically, size-wise. You go from West Cork to East Cork, and it takes a hell of a long time in your own personal car. So you can only imagine if someone only has one car and they're trying to share the car, how much of a uh, disruption that causes in families. And families are already under pressure trying to get hither and hither to everything. You know, they're trying to get to the kids to some sort of practice thing in the evening time. They're trying to get to a GA match, they're trying to get wherever it is. And it's always the car that's at the brunt of that. But this kind of stems from the government, um, mostly the Green Party, but uh, the government at the moment trying to lower the emissions mm. of the country. The farming sector by 22%, 22 to 30%. 22 seems to be where the farmers want it to be, 30% is where the government seems to be. But the transport emissions is supposed to lower by 51%, which is over half. So half of the transport emissions have to go away. Now, I would suggest that the vast majority of cars in Ireland are on the lower CO2 emissions level. Uh, the average fleet uh, age of the car right now is eight or seven years old-ish. We're, we've been monitoring the CO2 emissions of those cars for years now. So they're already relatively clean. Mm. It's at the other end of the market where we don't really look at it. It's, it's air transport, shipping transport, truck transport, who've already been looking at their CO2 and NOx emissions since the dawn of time. So I don't know how they're going to try and get us all into 60,000 euro electric cars from our two-car family, and some of those cars are working cars. And especially with the rate of inflation going up, and we're all struggling as it is to make ends meet without having to purchase an electric car for 60000 Um And Bob, mm. like, do you think that these targets are unrealistic, that they would be better off trying to uh, lower the, the projected targets to something that's a bit more achievable? Well, these targets are generally being set by European-level government and what can be possibly achieved 
we seem to have an anti-car rhetoric in amongst our government here. And I can even quote the other day who uh, a managing director of a car company said to me that our current Minister for Transport is anti-car. So completely just not interested in cars, doesn't want to talk about cars nor talk about the sales of cars or how many electric cars we can actually produce, how many we get allotted for this country, because we're in a kind of a weird situation. We can dreamland that we can have 100,000 electric cars on the road, but realistically it comes down to what's allotted from the factories. So the factory Mm -hmm. will say that they can only allot a 1,000 electric cars for Ireland. That's it. The UK is going to take the rest of them, or Australia or Japan is going to take the rest of those cars. So we can only kind of work on their behalf. So if you want to lower the emissions here, first of all, you want to get people to drive less. It's not necessarily getting rid of the car. Mm. You want them to make better choices about driving. That was where public transport comes into it. You provide good public transport connections and people will actually use it. It's kind of a case of if you build it, they will come. And like we have this whole situation now in Cork where they are trying to improve the the transport system with the bus connects and there's uproar over it because it's just not being, uh, like the, the plans were not being communicated with people and they're having meetings at, uh, you know, times during the day when people are working and, you know, people are just up in arms over it and it's going to take years for, for this uh, bus connects plan to actually come into play. So, um, you know, I, I get the idea that they want to improve the bus services and the train services, but they're not really doing it quick enough, are they? No, realistically, we've done nothing for decades. On on, we've ripped up tracks, we've te- torn away train tracks over the years. Uh, we've actually cancelled buses. We put buses on uh, inappropriate times. I know there's a bus that runs between uh, a Port Leash and Tullamore once a day. So that's a forty minute good drive in a car. It's probably about an hour and a half in a bus, mm. and no one uses it. Essentially, no one. Who's going to spend an hour and a half on a bus unless they don't own a car in the first place? Must go over there. That's kind of the only public uh, connection we have we have connections up to up to the airport in Dublin there's Cork airport there's, there's Kerry airport there's all kinds of ways of getting around the country but most of it's done at inappropriate times when people aren't working I think the government lives in a sort of a, a bubble all to themselves that what they believe people are actually doing for work and what people are actually doing for work, how people are working, how people are going, commuting, it's its sporadic. You know, a lot of office workers today work from home for three days a week and the other days of the week they go into an office for, for meetings. And that's become a sort of a hybrid situation. But you still have physical people who go to work on farms, in forestry, fishing, and those people have working vehicles that require them to go into very remote areas and just can't afford to do this. Plus, we have uh, interest rates going up from the ECB, which I suspect in in the latter quarter of the year, we're going to see a 1% rise in interest rates, which means the loans are going to be harder to get to get these very expensive cars. Mm. I mean, the, the cheapest electric car is about 38, 39, 40,000 euro. That's, where, that's a lot of money. If you don't have a debt, you don't have a loan right now, you own your car. That's a lot of money to saddle yourself with just to bring your CO2 emissions down by the level of an electric car. A caller has been in touch with us here, Bob, to say, I looked into electric cars. They're a recipe for divorce because it takes so much planning around the charging times. Plus, no one is talking about the fact the connector is not easy to plug in and some people will have difficulties around that. So there are issues around the electric cars. I mean, we don't want people to be getting divorced because they're after buying an electric car. This is true, and I know a very good friend of mine who brought an electric car for his first drive decided he was going to drive to Belfast in it to show off that he could do this. Uh, I had one little charge on the way up at a fast charger, got to the top, then realised the charger in Belfast was out of service. So he couldn't get a charger. So he kind of limped back where he was, ended up charging a second time at the same charger. His whole family sit in the car, and his wife said these words, why didn't we just bring my car? 
because <laughs> she has a petrol car so it became this moment not everybody has bad experiences but there yeah. there is a huge transition a massive shift in the way people drive around and it is it is really a recipe to change everything requires planning I'm doing it myself this Thursday I'm driving to Donegal in an electric car to drive back down and make a film about oh. driving down the west coast of Ireland uh, in an electric car so oh, I'm going to try it myself and see how far I can get okay, you might come um, back to us and let us know out. how you get on I will. Be interested to hear that. You'd be the first to know. <laughs> Brilliant. Bob, listen, thanks very much. We might catch up with you and find out how you got on in your electric car. That's motoring expert Bob Flavin. If you would be willing to give up your second family car to cut emissions, to help cut emissions, or if it's just not possible, you can let us know. 0818 96 96 96 is the phone line or the text or WhatsApp is 083 396 96 96. Quartz 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.